0: And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's
1: go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his
2: way! Spectacular
1: play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What
2: a play! Off to the races! Touchdown! Oh, he's done
1: it again! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben.
0: Seven games on our fantasy football today. Slate today. Most of them AFC home games. Not going to preview Tennessee-Buffalo just yet. We're going to save that for tomorrow because we don't know if that game's going to happen. We'll update you on some COVID news. We're so excited for week five. That uh, yo Heath is is having dreams about injury reports. Heath, uh, you're ready to go this week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, had a dream. Apparently, like I thought that I heard that uh, AJ Brown was not going to play. I thought I heard it directly from Mike Vrabel <laughs> when I when everybody else had not heard that. Yeah. Then I had to go look at Twitter, and I don't see it anywhere on Twitter. So unless I have some inside information that no one else has um i had a vision <laughs> okay we'll see if
0: it happens if it happens then you know maybe you should start basing your rankings on some some dreams but uh we'll, we'll see all right jamie good morning how are you uh good morning i'm great how are you i'm doing well i'm I'm ready for the week i'm ready for tonight's game looking forward to it and i'm just hoping we get all the games and let's start with some covet updates guys so uh do we know anything more now th- we're recording uh, we start around 8 eight fifteen 15 a.m uh these the results come in for the test results uh, for COVID around this time, so there could be some news throughout the podcast, so stay tuned. But as of now, are you making backup plans if you have Bills, Titans, Patriots, Broncos, maybe to a much less de- less degree uh, Raiders and Chiefs? Are we making, Jamie, backup plans, or do you think these games are going to be played?
2: The only one that concerns me is the Titans and the Bills because of the Titans situation, having 11 players test positive for COVID over a two-week span, the fact that they haven't gotten to their facility yet since this all started, um, you know, taking into account whatever punishment the NFL may decide with them gathering last week and that whole disaster when the facility was closed. But at this point, you know, the fact that there's a chance they may not play, you have to make backup plan so since we're recording this on thursday and people may listen to this before the thursday night game if you have to decide between ryan tannehill and tom brady you're playing tom brady and you may have to play nick Foles. if you're deciding between derrick henry and david montgomery or ronald jones you play those other guys just to be safe and maybe move derrick henry into a flex spot you know they just have to make those type of decisions unless of course your commissioner is allowing you to have a replacement player in case this game is moved or postponed, so you just have to know what your league rules and settings are and what your Commissioner is allowing so. If you are forced if your hand is forced between a Thursday night player and what's going to happen with the Titans bills. play it safe and take the guaranteed points, especially if those players are in relatively good situations like in particular Ronald Jones. Coming up on today's show, just going to
0: promote what we're going to do, we're going to talk about Joe Mixon at Baltimore, Le'Veon Bell and Kenyon Drake, those teams facing each other. Those are some kind of tricky matchups. What do we do with those players? Obviously, we'll give you players we love, players to avoid. We've got a few matchups in the games we're going to talk about today that have that are pitting two teams against each other that have very conflicting styles, like a very run-heavy offense against a team that's great against the run, and a team that barely throws the ball against a team that sees the most pass attempts in the NFL and and what kind of stylistically what we're looking at. And of course we'll do, you know, our normal starter sit and we'll do the startometer, and we'll give you injury updates.
2: Uh right, players you love. Jamie, who do we got? Who's the start of the week? Deshaun Watson. Love the setup for him. Uh I, I always like a good story and the Texans firing their coach. Prior what a, what the league, a beautiful story, Jamie.
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful story.
2: <laughs> the Texans firing their coach. Um You know, the fact that it's coming out that it was the result of a shouting match between J.J. Watt and Bill O'Brien is always fun. Um, I think Watson's going to have a great game. I would have said it prior to the firing of Bill O'Brien as well. But I think it's just set up, you know, with uh, the Jaguars down two cornerbacks, most likely with uh, Hayden and um, Henderson. Henderson's banged up. Hayden's on IR. There's, uh, you know, we told you there were big games coming for Deshaun Watson. And so this is uh, this is the momentum that's going to start to build for him.
0: Mm-hmm. And he was a dropped touchdown away from having a 30 point game last week. And uh, did not, not only is CJ Henderson banged up miles. Jack is hurt. Josh Allen is hurt. Like maybe their are three best defenders or three among them. Anyway, um, players. Okay. I'm sorry, Heath. Who do you love this week?
1: I love all like, there's a lot of players that I love this week. I love, love, love Teddy Bridgewater. I love that, that entire Panthers offense. Really? Um, Gardner Minshew, I love Jarek McKinnon. If Raheem Mostert isn't back, he was a partial participant at practice on Wednesday. Just take one more week, Raheem. Um, <laughs> really love, Like we need to give Terry McLaurin a little bit more credit for the quality of corners that he has faced and the lack of quality of quarterback play that he has dealt with already this season and the production he's delivered. Yeah. Okay. That's who I love. All right, good. Uh, players to avoid this week. Heath, who are we sitting? I will not say that name because we're going to have a rankings dispute about him. The Joe Boo guys from last week. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green. Um, forget you, I think, <laughs> okay. is what Dave said. Um, and also, I am trying to avoid the Rams and Chargers running backs if I can
0: uh, we talk about Ty Hilton. The Cleveland Browns have been terrible against wide receivers, and they do see. And this is one of those contrasting styles game. the The Colts are the fewest, fifth fewest pass attempts per game in the NFL. The Browns have seen the second most pass attempts in the NFL. It's
1: so, not. It's not really contrasting styles, right? They play the exact same style.
0: Uh, sure. When you talk about the, they, yes, yes.
1: Uh, like there's a chance that both teams just run the ball 40 times, and this game takes about an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's contrasting in terms of what teams have done to the Browns and what the Colts do on offense. Um, yeah. But so you, so, but no on Hilton, Sid Hilton.
1: Not for me. You know, I'm out. I'm out. All right. Jamie avoiding.
2: I would prefer to, I have T Y Hilton in, in too many leagues for my liking, hmm. and especially three receiver leagues. It's hard to bench him, but you know, if you have better options, I think you should consider playing them. Like, obviously, one in particular is like a Justin Jefferson. That's an easy one to play him over t Oh, is it?
0: Not for Heath. Rankings dispute coming up on that. Well, who are you avoiding, though, other than the guys Heath mentioned?
2: I would like to avoid uh, in this same game, but it's very difficult to Odell Beckham because this is a very good defense that he's facing. And last week, uh, as Heath alluded to very astutely on Fantasy Football Today with Believe It or Not, this that was as fluky as a big game as you could see for a guy catching a touchdown from his fellow wide receiver and running for 73 yards and touchdown. Um, So if he has a 60, 70 yard game and a score, I wouldn't be shocked at that, but I've seen enough of what this offense is to know that that's potentially the ceiling in a good uh, facing a very good defense. All right. So
0: Deshaun Watson's our start of the week. Heath mentioned about 15 players he likes, including everyone on Carolina. It's funny because you mentioned McKissick. McKissick
2: was originally my start of the week, and then when Raheem Mostert practiced on Wednesday because everything I read Monday and Tuesday was Kyle Shanahan saying we doubt he's going to play.
0: Well, Jamie, if J.D. McKissick as you said, was your start of the week. That would have been super bold, but of course you met McKinnon. would have been, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And T.Y. T. Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, uh, you can sit them. And Beckham, you're probably starting, but you should lower expectations. I really need Dave for backup on that one. Uh, listen to FFT in five. Five minutes, first thing in the morning, your quick fantasy football fix. And really, the the best days are going to be probably the Tuesday morning and Friday morning because we have instant reactions to the games. And on Tuesday morning, your early, early, early waiver wire talk. So Fantasy Football Today in 5 is the podcast. Ask Alexa to play Fantasy Football Today in 5 or say, play Fantasy Football Today in 5 podcast. And uh, we have today a big day on Twitch, twitch.com slash fftoday, 4 to 6 p.m., two hours, of pregame chat, starter sit. I'll be on there with Jamie, Frank Stanfell, and Nando DeFino hanging out from 4 to 6 p.m. It's going to be awesome. The contrasting styles, as I maybe inappropriately labeled it, in the three games that we're going to talk about today Jacksonville and Houston. Nobody throws on Houston. They run, 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 run. Gardner Minshew, though, he's thrown 40 plus passes in three straight games. Houston's been a pretty low scoring team, one of the lowest scoring in the NFL, I'm pretty sure. The Jaguars have given up 31 to 33 points in three straight games. So we'll see what kind of style we get there. I mentioned the Colts and the Browns. They might just run the ball like crazy. The Colts have had a great run defense. The Colts are the best defensive team in the league by some metrics metrics right now. Competition has something to do with it. They also could be without two starting linebackers, including Darius Leonard. And Cleveland, two starting defensive tackles didn't practice for them yesterday. So a lot to look at there. And then the other one is Minnesota, Seattle. Minnesota's attempted the fewest passes in the NFL. I think that I think that's either definitely per game. It's possible that they've actually thrown fewer passes than the Titans and the Steelers. I think they have, which is amazing. Uh, and the Seahawks have seen the most pass attempts in the NFL. So what gives there? We'll see. Like, how you think? You think Kirk Cousins gets to like thirty three? I don't think he's had more than
2: twenty seven pass attempts. Twenty seven has been the high. Um. I would be surprised if he didn't, which would mean that the Seattle offense probably did not show up.
1: Yeah, and I was going to save this little rant for the Justin Jefferson debate because I don't like being on the side of the Justin Jefferson debate that I am. But like, it, last year when they were throwing so little and it was working, I, I, I got it. They lost to the Packers by two scores. And threw 25 passes. They lost to the Colts by three scores and threw 26 passes. They lost to the Titans and threw 27 passes. And Mike Zimmer said, we're going to have to open up the offense. And they threw 22 passes the next week.
0: Yeah, but I think it was matchup because it, honestly, it worked for them against the Titans and it worked for them against against um, t- uh, Houston. Like They almost beat the Titans and they did beat Houston. They just were so successful running the ball. The Seahawks so far, somehow, have one of the best run defenses in the NFL. Maybe that's like a Jacksonville thing from well, last the, week. The Colts do too, right? The Colts do too, but they barely had the ball in that game. They got time of possession to death in that game.
2: Yeah, Seattle's not going to hold the ball as much if their offense does what it typically does. Yeah,
0: well, we'll get we'll get well, to that, Heath, when we, when we talk about Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, let me get to uh, the news and notes. Chris Godwin's out. Leonard Fournette is doubtful. Ronald Jones must start. All right. Be- Jones or Beckham?
1: Jones. Jones. By a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ronald Jones is somebody I love this week, too. You are
0: in a good mood today, Heath. Yeah, I love it. Lamar Jackson held out of practice due to a knee injury. They're calling it precautionary. Joe Flacco starting. Kyle Allen is starting. Major impact for Jamison Crowder or Terry McLaurin?
2: I can't imagine that looking at what Kyle Allen was able to do for DJ Moore last year and what Dwayne Haskins essentially has looked like this year, which uh, I will say, I don't think it's fair that he's being benched, but uh, it, the quarterback play is probably on par. And so I think McLaurin should be fine. There's obvious some concern with Crowder because of, you know, what Sam Donald has been for him. But I also think it's as much an Adam Gates thing and who else is Flacco going to throw to.
0: Yeah. Okay. And Kyle Allen, or sorry, Drew Locke practiced. So hopefully he plays this week at New England. Raheem Mostert and Jimmy Garoppolo returned to practice. You guys like Garoppolo against Miami?
2: He would be in the low end starting range, but that means he's like 18. <laughs> you know, so uh, I would prefer to only use him in two quarterback or super flex leagues, but not a bad DFS guy. Uh,
0: okay, so let's say Garoppolo plays. Let's say Julio Jones does not play. He missed practice on Wednesday. Who would you rank higher? Uh, Matt Ryan against Carolina or Garoppolo against Miami?
2: Still Matt Ryan.
1: Yeah, I think I would still have Ryan. I've got Ryan at 10 right now. I don't think I think you'd see Garoppolo more in the 15 range. I'd probably st- <clears throat> still rather start Daniel Jones than Garoppolo.
0: Chargers and Saints could be moved to Indianapolis because of Hurricane Delta, but that seems less likely as of now. Le'Veon Bell off IR. LaVisca Chenault dealing with a knee issue. He does not seem like a certainty to play this week.
1: Is it a knee or a hamstring? Oh, I thought it was an e.
0: Um, Heath, did, it was, you, did you talk? It, to Doug he Marone? played very
1: little in the second half, and we tried to find injury information and couldn't.
0: <laughs> okay, well, does it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I guess it doesn't really matter. But I will try to check right now. A hamstring. Yes, Jamie wins. Buddha Baker is going to play this week for Arizona. They're sa- very, very good safety. Uh, Jamal Adams is not going to play for Seattle. Leighton Vanderesh for you IDP players out there, he could be back next week. So pick him up. I'm gonna go check. Oh, I'm gonna go check right now. Adam
1: Here's Chenault here. was injured in the game with a hamstring, but limited yesterday with a knee. Yeah. So you're both right. Woo.
0: Take that, Jamie. We're both right. Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey were both limited. So was AJ Brown. So was Henry Ruggs. So we'll see all four yeah. of these guys could play.
1: To be clear. A.J. Brown was given the tag of limited. They've not practiced in two okay. weeks. right.
0: Well, fine. Gosh, everybody's such a know-it-all today. I'm just distracted because I'm trying to see if Leighton Van Der Esch is available. I doubt he is. Chris Jones was limited in practice. There, there are a bunch of defensive injuries. Geno Atkins was limited in practice. He might play for Cincinnati at Baltimore. That would be big. Jacksonville's beat up on defense. Again, Cleveland, two defensive tackles. Larry Ogunjobi and Sheldon Richardson practice. It's Wednesday. Guys mispractice on Wednesday all the time, so we'll we'll keep an eye on those. And the Raiders might get uh, offensive tackle Trent Brown back for their game at Kansas City. Some tough calls at running back, guys. How do you feel about Joe Mixon at Baltimore? In his last two games at Baltimore, he has 24 rushing yards combined. Uh, Kenyon Drake at the Jets and Le'Veon Bell against the Cardinals. How do you feel about them? Mixon, Drake, and Bell.
2: Um, you know, Mixon, I think you've seen this Baltimore defense struggle a little bit against the run so, you know I don't think it's a bad situation to uh, still start him, but you know, it's like, who are you who are you uh, starting him over, or starting over him, you know, is what the question becomes thanks for bringing up Van I just picked him up Alex. No, you,
1: are
0: you kidding?
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm doing
1: the transaction right now you got him before me? <laughs> I would start um, obviously Mike Davis and Jarek McKinnon. If there's no Mostert over those guys, I would start Ronald Jones and James Robinson over those guys, but we're also at a point to where there's like 22 starting running backs for fantasy. And so they are all of the names you said are in my top 24. I would start them over anybody on the Rams or chargers or dolphins, um or Patriots,
0: I'm legitimately like really mad right now because i <laughs> I'm trying to do a show. Adam. I, I had <laughs> the transaction queued up. I was figuring out who to drop. Would you start Jamison Crowder over Joe Mixon, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, or Kenyon Drake?
2: No, uh, I'd start him over Le'Veon Bell and PPR.
0: How about um, How about DJ Chark?
2: I would start Chark over most of those guys. Yes,
1: I. Th- Two. I would st- I'd start now.
0: I think I kind of deserve Vanderesh. What do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you put the notes together. Just God, yeah, I know. I should have done it earlier. I should have done it earlier.
0: Okay, it's time for our sixty-second rankings disputes. <laughs> do we need? You no, know, in the league with you. Why would you say something? I was doing it for the listener's sake. That's what I really care about. You pick them up and then you make the comment. 62nd Rankings Disputes needs theme music. How about... All right. Justin... No, this is terrible for that. It, what about... 62nd Rankings Disputes. I need more music. All right, whatever. Justin Jefferson, 22nd for Jamie, 19th for Dave, forty-six for Heath, 44th in PPR. Okay, Heath, not feeling it with Justin Jefferson at Seattle Sunday night.
1: And I think, like, the discussion we had earlier, I pretty much, my my rant I used already, so that's disappointing, but the discussion we had earlier about Kirk Cousins' pass attempts and the fact that he averaged fewer than 30 pass attempts last year, and Jamie said, like, if I would think he's playing Seattle, he's going to throw him 33 or more times, I think was a question you asked, and, and he might, um, I just have a hard time when, even when they were losing this year, they haven't turned the pass attempts up even a tiny little bit. And so I, I'm still projecting Adam Thielen as the number one wide receiver. I'm still projecting him for nine targets that leaves Jeffers, Jefferson in the five to six target range where he was last week. And yeah, last week he turned that into hundred yards. Most weeks, if he gets five targets, you're going to expect closer to 50 yards.
0: Jamie, you uh, have Justin Jefferson as a low-end
2: number two wide receiver. If he gets five targets against Seattle, that may go for 200 yards, given the (laughs) secondary and how bad it is. So it's a matchup situation as much as it is anything else. Um, Not much has changed with how far away Seattle is compared to the field in terms of how many fantasy points they've allowed to opposing wide receivers, especially receptions and receiving yards. And so while Preston Williams and Isaiah Ford didn't take advantage of that defense last week, Devontae Parker did. And so that would be the hope for Adam Thielen, that he's that guy. But uh, Heath likes to say this phrase a lot, which I think is uh, very appropriate in this scenario, uh, concentrated targets. Uh, So he's throwing 22 times. A quarter of them have gone to – a quarter of them went to Jefferson essentially last week. And the week before, a third of them went to Jefferson when he threw 27 times, and he had nine targets in terms of Jefferson. So – I still think there's only a couple of options in this passing game that they're leaning on, which is the two receivers and the running back or running backs. So I think you're going to still see, uh, whatever attempts cousins have they're, they're going to be, um, a significant portion of them. Uh, last week they were playing with a lead against a, a team that didn't, um, didn't challenge them offensively. Like I thought they would in terms of the Texans and All right, Jamie. they're going to be challenged. 62nd ra- rankings, rankings. They're going to be challenged to a different level.
0: There we go. All right, Melvin Gordon is next. Melvin Gordon, 24th for Jamie, 15th for Heath in non-PPR, and in PPR, 24th for Jamie, 13th for Heath. Jamie, you can get the first word. You're not as high on Melvin Gordon at New England.
2: Yeah, game script and Philip Lindsay returning. Uh, it's not going to be good for Melvin Gordon, so he's going to lose touches, and I think you're going to see. The Patriots, whether it's Drew Locke or Brett Rippin, um force them to throw and their run defense I think will come to play against uh, an inferior opponent offensively. All right, Heath. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the work that Gordon
1: was getting earlier in the year, even when Lindsey was there. Um, and I don't I don't know that well, I mean, in Lindsey's yeah, first game back. Just to talk gonna... about
0: the work though, Heath, like it was like they each had about six carries when Lindsey got hurt.
1: So I don't we just don't know. Right. I don't think in Lindsey's first game back, he's going to cut in like Gordon's averaging 19 touches per game, maybe falls to 15 or 16 this week. Um, It will definitely impact my ranking of him if Cam Newton is back for the Patriots.
0: Right. That was a follow up question. Cam plays. you're You're going to be lower on Gordon. I will be lower on Gordon if Cam plays. Right. Less competitive game in theory. And how about Justin Herbert at New Orleans? Heath 19th, Jamie 11th and Dave 10th, by the way. Jamie, you're more optimistic about Herbert as a streamer this week.
2: Well, we're going to find out Thursday what the injury situation is for the Saints. You know, certainly if Marshawn Lattimore is not there, but I'm just impressed with Herbert. You know, he's doing a great job throwing the ball. We obviously have to see if he's going to be the starter. So take that into account. But, you know, we saw him in a scenario against a very good Tampa Bay defense on the road. And by the end of the game, clearly chasing points. Um, make some great throws. He's just continuing to develop as a quarterback. And this Saints defense has not played well at all this year. And so I think you're going to see it, maybe week one against Tampa Bay. But um I think they're going to see you know him throwing and, and throwing successfully. And I think he's going to be in the 25 point range. Heath, your rebuttal? Not
0: feeling it with Justin he, Herbert.
1: He's a uh, he's a pretty much a total wild card. I feel like. I mean, we saw him two weeks ago against Carolina, score 18 or 19 fantasy points on. 49 pass attempts, and then he plays a good defense at Tampa Bay and scores a bunch of fantasy points on 25 pass attempts. So, that, listen, we say it every week. There are 16, 17, 18 starting quarterbacks. Uh, Herbert's not that far out of that range. I don't feel like there's much of a floor, but there's a de- there's decent upside. All
0: right, let's do the start-o-meter here for the last three games we will preview, and that would be the uh, Raiders, Chiefs. The Sunday night game, Seattle, Minnesota, and Denver, and New England. Here we go. start here
2: to 0-10. Derek Carr at Kansas City. His stats are miserable in Arrowhead Stadium. Zero. <laughs> Three. Uh, okay. Any Raiders wide receiver
0: at Kansas City? And the Chiefs give up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers somehow.
2: Uh, 2.5 for Renfro. Four for Renfro.
1: What if Ruggs plays? 2.5 for Ruggs. Yeah, if Ruggs plays, I'm probably like at one on both. Sammy
0: Watkins against the Raiders. Six.
1: Three.
0: Mikko Hardman.
1: Four. Two.
0: Kirk Cousins at Seattle. Five. One. Really? Okay, well, I think we've pretty much discussed that while discussing <laughs> Jefferson. Um, would you start uh, Tom Brady tonight, Jamie, or Kirk Cousins?
2: Brady, reluctantly.
0: Okay. And you also have Jared Goff, Gardner Minshew, ahead of Kirk Cousins.
1: And we'd both start Herbert over Cousins, right? Yes.
0: All right. How about Greg Olson against Minnesota? Three. Sure. James White against Denver.
2: He's tough. Uh, I think. Three in non PPR, six and a half in PPR. Two and five.
0: Would you start James White in PPR over any of the Mixon Bell Drake group?
2: No. I would start him over Melvin Gordon in PPR. Oh, interesting.
0: Uh how about Philip Lindsay? Oh, how about Damian Harris first? Damian Harris against uh
2: Denver. Eight six in non PPR, seven in PPR.
1: Yeah, six and five. Philip Lindsey,
2: no. Uh, three in both. Julian Edelman against Denver. Um, two in non PPR, five in PPR.
1: Is Cam playing?
2: I don't know. I
1: don't either. It's
2: tough to <laughs> yeah. give you an answer to that question. Well, put it
0: this <laughs> Is there any wide receiver you like in this game? Edelman, Harry, Bird, Patrick, Judy. No Gilmore. I like
2: Patrick Moore if Gilmore is out, as we expect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then we'll see what the quarterback situation is for Denver, too.
1: Yeah, I I would rank them Edelman, Big Gap, Harry, Judy, Patrick, all number fours.
0: Okay, let's get to the games. Jacksonville at Houston. Stat of the game number one. Uh-oh, Jamie, I hope this doesn't bother you. Deshaun Watson, not so good in games against Jacksonville. That. S- 7 points, 21 points. Uh, I won't count his first game because that was his first NFL game. He didn't even start. But 7, 21, 12, and 23 fantasy points in his last four games against Jaguars. Does that matter to you at all? Apparently, the, apparently not.
2: One of the good ones, and it obviously wasn't great, was the bus game, right? Where he took the bus to the game? I don't remember. Um, we
1: have some news. Oh, great. What do we got? Tom Pelasoro. Tom Pelicero. Sorrow. Sorry, Tom. Another Titans player has tested positive Uh, for COVID-19 and an inconclusive test from the previous day is also positive. Uh, I can't imagine there's any chance that the Bills and Titans are playing. Maybe I'm
2: wrong, but I think this means they can't even open their facility until Saturday at the earliest. Yeah, I mean, we could be looking at another Monday or Tuesday scenario. Uh, The Patriots have also closed their facility. And are practicing virtually um the bills play next thursday against the chiefs so they're not playing Monday.
0: <laughs> man what a mess week
2: 18 here we go
0: what a mess i, I just don't understand how they feel i think like i think
1: feel. we've reached the point to where like it really sucks for like i I'm, the titans probably aren't playing as many games this year in the fantasy season as other teams I, don't I told understand you, understand be a bust.
0: How, how they think they're going to get 16 games in 17 weeks? It just does doesn't seem. I think
1: the like the obvious thing is eliminate the week off before the Super Bowl, move the playoffs back one week.
0: I, it's going to maybe have to be more than that. I, I guess you know, look, it seemed pretty dire for baseball. A lot of people thought when the Marlins had their outbreak and then the Cardinals not long after that that season was not going to was going to get shut down, and they pulled it off. They pulled it off. Baseball had the advantage of being able to play double headers. Football doesn't have that advantage. I just, I thought it was ambitious to try to get 16 games in. I hope I'm wrong. Um, let's see what happens. All right, thank you for that news, Heath. All right, so let's start over. Jacksonville at Houston, whatever. Deshaun Watson, bad history against Jacksonville. doesn't matter, Jamie. That's the start of the week. Jacksonville's defense is much worse than it had been. Stat of the game number two, this is not going to influence your decisions, but it's just nice to know. James Robinson has had 90 or more total yards in every game this year. That's a hell of a floor. And also, big development last week. They were down big in the fourth quarter, and he was on the field. They did not take him out for Chris Thompson. He had a high snap count. He had a lot of catches. Well, you know, enough catches. So, Every time I feel like there's something to look at to doubt James Robinson, he comes through. He's a must start. And this run defense is arguably the worst in the NFL that he's facing. All right, let's talk about Gardner Minshew. Uh, You guys both have him in the top 12. Dave has him 16th, which isn't that bad these days. So the only issue, again, is that teams do not throw on the Texans. The only teams that have seen fewer pass attempts are the two teams that have played only three games. So, they have seen the fewest pass attempts per game. Does that concern
2: you with Gardner Minshew, who has been throwing a lot lately? No. Uh, no. Doesn't concern me. I mean, I don't love it because obviously you like that to be in the other direction. But, um, you know, you got to think about one of those games was against the Ravens, right? Which is not going to have a huge pass volume. One of them was against the Vikings. We just kind of illustrated that, right? Not a huge pass volume team. Mm-hmm. And then the game plan, at least by. All indications was, hey, Chiefs, run on us with your rookie running back making his first NFL game as opposed to, I don't know, the greatest quarterback playing right now throwing. So we'll see. Okay. Also, I just think that Houston should score more than
0: 23 points for the first time this year, you would think. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. James Robinson's a must-start. He's top 12. I'll stay on Minshew, though. Just do some Minshew or
2: Minshew or Brady. Minshew. Minshew.
0: Minshew or
2: Kyler Murray. I'd still play Kyler. Yeah. Minshew or Teddy Bridgewater. He kind of went all over the map with this one. Um, <laughs> I would start Bridgewater. Yeah, I would start I would start Teddy,
1: but like if Teddy was on the waiver wire and I had Minshew, I wouldn't drop Minshew to start Teddy. They're they're back to back and almost indistinguishable.
0: All right, if I two more, I'll try to be more consistent. Minshew or Patrick Mahomes, Minshew or Nick Foles?
2: Okay. All right. What do we think about the Jaguars wide receivers in this game? I'm starting DJ Chark, and I would like to start LaVisca Chenault as a number three receiver, better in non PPR than PPR. I
1: agree with everything Jamie said.
0: Okay. I can already foresee a lot of frustration on Sunday. If, I mean, like Chenault is getting so few targets, getting five targets a game. And Keelan well, Cole is le- the last two games. Keelan Cole's leading the team in targets. They just, they evenly distribute to the targets so much. Well, that's a very uh,
2: unfair thing to say because Chark missed the game. In that's half.
0: fine. So Chark would, in theory, but Chark had three or four targets in each of his first, well, I guess two games, right? Um, So that's fine. But he I- still has more targets than Chenault. And Conley has the same amount of targets as
1: Chenault. I think it's helpful to look at targets on a weekly basis as well and Mm -hmm. see if you can see any trends. Chenault had four in week one and week two. He had six in week three and week four, despite the fact that he missed part of the second half of week four with a hamstring injury. Okay, that's a good point. Cole had 12 in the first two weeks. He's had five in each of the last two games. Um, Conley had eight. In the game that DJ Chark missed, he had four last week. He had, with seven Chark in the, back. he had seven in week two. He had one in week one. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, it's fine. I'm just, I just, I think, I cool. think one thing to point out with all these rookies, especially if you're looking at some of these guys like not the top end players that are being force fed the ball of uh, the rookie class, the preseason's now over. They're four games in. This is where I think you start to judge them based on what their learning process is.
0: Okay, well, I hope Chenault gets back out there and gets some of that good momentum going. Deshaun Watson is QB6 for everyone, so he's behind Prescott, Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, and for now, Josh Allen. He's one spot ahead of Kyler Murray for for all three, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Uh, All right, Uh, David Johnson. I think Will Fuller is an obvious start, and Brandon Cooks
2: is an obvious sit, right? I don't know if Cooks is an obvious sit, but you just can't trust. He's in kind of that T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, no man's land of, you know, you you may want to or want to avoid playing him, but would not be surprised if he plays well.
1: I I am not going to use Brandon Cooks in any regular lineups, but. He is so much fun to play in DFS this week because he somehow turned into chalk last week. And I don't really, I never really knew why, but everybody was so mad when he didn't score any points. And so now is a good time to play him because nobody wants to.
0: Well, let's talk about David Johnson, though, because Johnson is um, pretty interesting. Low end number two for you guys. Which which Jacksonville run defense is going to show up? The one that was so good for three weeks or the one that was really inept in week four? Um, how do you feel about Johnson? Are you excited about him or you just kind of like, Oh, I, I got to start him.
2: I'm, I'm staring at my rankings. I'm going to move him up a few spots. So he'll be you know closer inside my top 15. I think just given the miles Jack injury, the fact that this team, I think is ready to have a big offensive showing is in his favor. You just have to wonder, is Duke Johnson going to take too much away because of how much the snap chair was in John Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson's first game back. The fact that we now have three D Johnsons Mm -hmm. that we're going to be talking about in the NFL with the Earnest, I have two on one roster, and I was like, "Which? What? Who? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that guy." Um, Especially in the app, it's terrible. I I think you can't get away from David Johnson unless you just have a lot of great options. You know, James Robinson is easy. Derek McKinnon is easy. Devin Singletary, if there's no Zach Moss, I think is easy. Ronald Jones is easy. But McKinnon, so there's there's guys. You wouldn't start McKinnon if are played. No, to, but right. if McKinnon is the solo act again, then yeah. it's easy to start McKinnon. Okay. I,
1: I, my, Johnson belongs very comfortably in that Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, Le'Veon Bell discussion we had at the top of the show.
0: Right. Okay. And the Houston DST is uh, in discussion 13th, 14th, and 10th for Jamie David Heath. Cincinnati is at Baltimore. And stat of the game. Oh, five running backs have had 75 or more rushing yards against Cincinnati. Is that right? They've been really bad against running backs. Is this like question of the game? Well, I have a typo, so I'm just making sure I have this stat right. But I'm You said five had 75 yards or more? No. No? Eckler, Chubb, oh, Hunt, thing, Sanders, and James Robinson. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. You're right. Okay, five running backs have had 75 or more rushing guards against Cincinnati. Four of them, though, had 17 or more carries, and that's the problem. So it's a good matchup for the Ravens running backs. Uh, Are you starting any, I guess it would be Ingram,
2: starter sit Mark Ingram? I think he's in this category of T.Y. Hilton and A.J. Green and Brandon Cooks of you may want to play him, but you would like also to avoid him. They are a heavy home favorite, which is obviously going to lead to them running the ball. But as we've seen, when they build that lead, it's Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. Mostly Gus Edwards doing that work late in games. So he's got a score. That's just the, the, the nature of what Mark Ingram is right now. They're very clearly, I think, saving him for the end of the season to make sure he's healthy.
1: Is okay. in week four, they played a non-competitive game, obviously. They won easily. He played 25% of the snaps. Right. He has not played more than 42% of the snaps all season. And the big like the other problem is possibly against the Bengals with on the greatest run offense ever, maybe you could still start him with eight to ten carries. If he was running for six yards per carry, like J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Lamar Jackson, all three are, but he's averaging 4.4. Yeah,
2: and Cincinnati yes, could... 4.4 is bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. It was, I kind of got
2: off it, it is off when there. you're getting
1: eight to 10. gut like, math's pretty easy. You're not 30 to 40
0: yards a game. Right. No, he's been so bad, except he, when he scores. And, Dobbins
2: is a little skewed, though. I mean, he had a two for 48 game against Houston.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Baltimore does have four running back rushing touchdowns in their three wins. Two from Dobbins, two from Ingram. So it is... You You just you know what it is. Like, can we
1: point. give Gus Edwards a touchdown? <laughs> please
0: uh, to we'll stick with the Ravens Lamar Jackson's a must start Mar, uh, and Mark Andrews nobody's getting away from him Starter sit. Marquise Brown so the, the Bengals they do allow the sixth most pass plays of 20 plus yards so far only one pass play of 40 plus yards um, they faced the Chargers the Browns the Eagles and the Jaguars so other than the Eagles not teams that really throw the ball down the field at least the Chargers with Tyrod Taylor um Typically,
2: Tyrod Taylor, anyway. So, anyway, starter set Marquise Brown. Bold prediction. There will be a 30 yard pass attempt completed to Lamar Jackson that will fall down inside the five yard line.
0: <laughs> oh, to Marquise Brown? Oh, okay.
1: He's better than like T.Y. Hilton, though, right? Yes. Yes. For me, I, yeah. I, I like he's a number three wide receiver in the same range as for me, like Will Fuller. Um, not that much. Will Fuller is really, a number three wide receiver.
0: He is for me. Why? I mean, he's like, he's been so he had one horrible game against the Ravens. And other than that, he's been a touchdown or a hundred yards.
2: Right. I, yeah. What's, what's wrong with you, Heath? <laughs> Good rebuttal. <laughs> I, I yeah, go ahead.
1: So, I mean, he he's a fine number three receiver. It's he's, I still, I don't view him as a consistent option yet, I guess. Okay.
0: See where Jamie has Will Fuller. Tenth. Top 12. <laughs> uh, I mean, Heath has him 22nd, so he's a number two receiver. And then non-PPR. 28th in PPR. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, who are we talking about? Oh, Marquise Brown. Okay, let's do some running backs. Marquise Brown or Joseph Mixon.
2: Mixon.
0: Marquise Brown or CeeDee Lamb. Not a running back. C.D. Lamb. Um, Lamb. Damian Harris or Marquise Brown? Damian Harris. Harris. Tyler Boyd or Marquise Brown? Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Is Boyd a must-start? He's been so, so good. He did not do well
1: against the Ravens last year. Is he a must-start?
2: He is a must-start.
1: Definitely in PPR. And non PPR, I'm not quite as fond of him, but
0: Okay. Uh we've talked enough about Mixon. I'd say, how about uh T. Higgins, AJ Green, and even like Drew Sample, any sleeper appeal?
2: It's funny that AJ Green is now in the sleeper category. Um I would prefer not to start T. Higgins, but I can certainly understand the want to because the targets have started to rise for him. You know, seven last week, nine the week before, so you know, that's in a range where if he's getting that many opportunities at some point, he's going to continue to, or not some point, he's going to continue to, you know, put up decent numbers, but um, it's a, it's a totally different defense he's facing this week. And, you know, Joe Burrow going into Baltimore is probably not appealing, even if he's going to throw the ball 36 plus times, like he has every game.
0: Yeah. And the Ravens have seen the fifth most pass attempts in the NFL. So there probably will be a lot of pass attempts in this game. Just don't know how good
2: they've had one bad game. I mean, Oh, I don't
0: uh no. I don't
1: mind sample and DFS.
0: No, I'm not saying they're gonna be bad. They just teams have to throw on Baltimore. Yeah. They scored a lot of points. Drew sample
1: had two almost touchdowns last week. Did he? Yeah, one hit them, one hit him in the face. <laughs> I <laughs> yes, saw that one. Right.
0: Uh Scotty Miller, by the way, good to go. Quick news update. Scotty Miller, good to go. Mike Evans, on the other hand, needs a pregame workout to determine if he will play tonight. Wow. So if he doesn't play, I think you can't trust you can't start Brady.
2: I would try to avoid Brady anyway, but yes. No Evans. No Brady.
0: Brutal. Still kind of mad about the Leighton Vander Esch thing. I just looked at my email. I'm very happy about it. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. What's our next game here? We got five more guys. So let's pick it up. Let's go to the... Oh, this is a fun game. The Jets and the Cardinals. Fun game from a fantasy perspective. There might be some difficult decisions. Uh, Kyler Murray's number seven. So start him. He'll probably end up number six if the Bills game gets canceled. Uh, Kenyon Drake and Le'Veon Bell. We have discussed them. They are number two running backs. Who do you like better?
2: Drake. Drake.
0: Yeah. Hopkins is a start. Would you? Uh, I think I asked you this. You said
2: you would not start Crowder over Drake or Bell, right? I would start Crowder over Drake oh, in PPR. I'm sorry, over Bell in PPR, not Drake. I would start
0: Bell. Crowder's a number three. Why is he only a number
1: three? He's been, you know, hundred yards in the two Uncertainty games. Uncertainty about Joe Flacco's target distribution. Right. Okay.
0: And Jeff Smith is he like even in your rankings? Top one. Yeah, not
1: in the not in the wide receiver rankings. I I I had another premonition. So. Oh. This this is going to get ridiculed. He's under the ridicule on Sunday night. <laughs> I have this feeling that the Jets are going to win.
0: So where is Arizona? So, okay, who was it? It was the, the 49ers had back-to-back games at the Jets and Giants. I didn't know until after the fact they stayed in West Virginia, I think. I do not I do not believe they traveled across the country twice, but I'm not positive about that. Do we know if the—because what? this is two straight East Coast games for Arizona. That's not easy. They were at Carolina no. last week. Not easy. So I don't know, do we know what they're doing in terms of travel? I'm
1: I'm going to I'm going to Google where is Arizona practicing. See if anybody can tell me.
0: Okay, you're going to Google that? Seems or gonna... like
1: something you you would know. Me? Yeah. I that wasn't in my dream, so I don't know it.
0: <laughs> okay, uh is there anything else from this game that you Oh, uh no, that's it. That's it. Right? Is there anything else from this game you'd like to talk about?
1: Well, I mean, we probably talk about Le'Veon, right?
0: We didn't talk about
1: him? Go ahead. We said we'd start Drake over him, and we talked about Crowder versus Bell. Um, Yeah, go on. I would prefer not to start Le'Veon.
0: It's a great matchup. This team really stinks against running backs to give up the six most fantasy points to running backs.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, you're talking about a guy coming back from a hamstring injury that is, I'm still going to guess, is going to share it to some degree because that's the Jets. and. Are you going to be afraid of this passing game? The uh, Cardinals
1: went back to Arizona. They did not stay on the East Coast.
2: Can you, while you're doing that,
0: can you make sure I'm right about the 49ers? Because it just seems so weird. Like, why would they go to West Virginia? I believe
2: they did stay on the East Coast. All right. Okay. They did.
0: Oh, thanks, Draggy B. Hey, by the way, it's Thursday night. We're getting ready for the game. If you're an Amazon Prime member, did you know you can watch Thursday Night Football live on Prime Video? That's right. It's the future of football. You can catch all the action on any device almost anywhere in the world. And you can choose your favorite announcer, including Troy Aikman and Joe Buck or Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah from Move the Sticks or Chris Long and Carrie Champion from NFL Next. You can, get NFL, you can get next-gen stats and watch in-game replays on demand all with Prime Video's X-Ray. Next-gen stats are real-time stats powered by AWS. No more waiting around. You can access the current stats anytime. So if you need to check how your fantasy players are doing, this is the ideal way to stay up to speed. In-game, on-demand replays are accessible on your remote, on Fire TV, or by turning your mobile device sideways. So, look, if you're a streamer or you just want to be cool, you want the most custom way of watching Thursday Night Football, tune in live every Thursday beginning tonight, October 8th, Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Kickoffs at 8.20 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video. It's also available on Fox and NFL Network. NFL Network simulcast, subject to change. Thursday Night Football is presented by Bud Light Platinum.
2: Last thing. Uh, There is some talk that they may just forfeit the Titans game. (sighs) Titans have to forfeit. Give the Bills a W.
0: (sighs) Okay. Cardinals DST. How much do you like them? You should start them. They haven't been a lot. Top very five, good though. Like, it's kind of risque.
1: Uh, Buddha Baker's supposed to be back. Yeah, right? he's back. And they were better when he was active, I believe. He's
0: only had one good game, I believe. I, yeah.
1: Okay, they I understand. had one good
2: game, or he had one. They game? had one good game. Well, that one good game was what the San Francisco game. That one good game, in
0: terms of like fantasy points scored, was against Washington.
2: Right, and I would say that's very comparable to the offense they're facing this week.
0: Okay. Colts are at the Browns. Cleveland allows the third most fantasy points to wide receivers and the second most wide receiver targets. That's our stat of the game. We've already talked about T.Y. Hilton. In fact, we've talked about a lot from this game. Um, Colts have the number one scoring defense in the NFL, the number two pass defense, the number four run defense. They are facing the best run offense in the league. The Browns are averaging 204.5 rushing yards per game. Number two is new England at 180. So it's 24 and a half more, more rushing yards per game than number two. It's incredible.
2: And and the Patriots, you have to factor in a lot of that is cam. Yeah. So the Browns is their running backs.
0: Yeah. And, and to be well, honest with up. you, the Patriots, it's it's also their running backs. I and mean, I was shocked at how many running back carries they've had. Um, that's I think our next game. But. I
1: think this is a good time. Like I, I think the Colts defense is very good. I don't mean any disrespect to the Colts defense, but I also th- would like relate this to the Seahawks and their um, struggles against the pass. The Colts have played Jacksonville, Minnesota, the Jets, and the Bears. I think yep. there's probably a dozen defenses who would have the number one scoring defense in the NFL if they had played those four teams. Absolutely. Um, and so. I'm not worried about the Browns other than I am a little bit worried about Beckham
2: Kareem okay. Hunt to fire him up.
0: What about the Ernest Johnson starter set
2: flex? Yeah, flex. I mean, you know, this, this is going to be an interesting one because game flow I think will matter for him. If they have a lead, as we saw last week, he's probably going to get close to double digits and carries if they're chasing. I don't think he's going to get probably more than 10 total touches.
1: Like, I, I would. I talked about wanting to avoid the Chargers and Rams. I would have him behind both of their top two options. I, he's behind Mark Ingram, who I don't want to start, um, behind Latavius Murray and Miles Gaskins. But in non PPR, he's still a top 36 running back.
0: Okay. Uh, Beckham, you know, I think people are going to start him. I assume his start percentage is going to be in the 80s at least after that game. Yeah. But we, we're just saying
2: might not be a ton of targets and Landry just can't do it. Gotta see something first. No, you can't trust Landry. Um the thing with Beckham, it I I mean his start percentage should be in the nineties. Yeah. But should be or will be. Probably will be. I mean he just, be, yeah. he's coming off a 38 point game. Yeah. Everybody gonna start him. It's uh it you gotta have good to great options to bench Beckham because what we've seen now is uh when the targets have been relatively good i mean eight targets last week i think it was um and you know 10 targets week one it was a tougher matchup he had what seven or eight targets against the Bengals, right and he had the, the good game on thursday night uh so, yeah or maybe six targets I it might it was, have but, been six you
0: know, targets but it was like all in the first half and then they were pretty much very conservative
2: yeah if 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 this game like you got a pretty good example of a a colts game Against a, a good team, not a great team, last week with the Bears. Like, it was a grind it out, slow the game down, not fun to watch type of football game. Yeah. And this game could be very similar to that.
0: Without really having watched that game, because I was doing the uh, the Lowe's home team watch party, which, by the way, we have this Sunday, Giants-Cowboys, and we were watching um, a different game, the Bears-Colts game had to have been one of the crappiest games of the year. Right? It just had to have been. I could say that confidently, confidently without having seen much of it. Well, uh, the
2: shell of Phillip Rivers against the ghost of Nick Foles?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Sid Landry, um, Austin Hooper. Any interest after a big game? None. Okie-dokie. Baker Mayfield, you can't trust him. He scored 18 fantasy points three straight weeks. Maybe he'll score 18 again.
1: 18's good enough to be a top 25 quarterback.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you can't trust Phillip Rivers, even though the Browns allow the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. That's because only Seattle has seen more pass attempts than Cleveland. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. All right. You guys do have him ranked pretty high as in your top 14. The most annoying stat in the world is that Jordan Wilkins has nine carries three straight games. That sucks. Uh, so there's no hesitation like the I well sort of <laughs> there's no hesitation to start
1: Jonathan Taylor I, I could see a situation where someone was sitting him
0: but none of the waiver wire guys over him obviously um, I'd start
2: Kareem Hunt over him right hunt McKinnon without most dirt and Robinson Mike Davis Mike Davis
0: in any format for Mike Davis
2: yes yeah this week yes okay.
0: All right, but he's still um, a start. You're not getting away from Taylor. That's correct. it. That's this game. Oh, Moelle Cox. My bad.
1: No. Dream matchup. I'm
2: no? I'm not. It just, he, he's, I I would expect him to score. <laughs> <laughs> so you would start, would you
0: start Moelle Cox over Evan Ingram?
1: No. No. No, Evan Ingram's the
0: top six tight end for me this week. I would start Molly Cox over Rob Gronkowski. I think the the Giants are going to score 15 points somehow (laughs) against the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. uh, Touchdown to Evan Ingram, touchdown to Darius Slayton. Two point conversion conversion to Evan Ingram. Okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) Good big game. Uh, All right. Cleveland's DST is about 12th. Colts DST is 7th for Jamie and Heath and 12th for Dave. Denver at New England. And your stat of the game for this was that uh, the Patriots lead the NFL in rush attempts. And yes, some of it is Cam, but they're running back. Well, their rush attempts in four games. 42, 25, 38 and 35. The 25 was the Seattle game. In their other three games, they've had 35 or more carries. So that's a ton of work to be divvied up. And Damian Harris, we like, we love the game script. I'm a, so I'm a, I feel like I'm a little surprised that he's not higher in your rankings. Eh, no, nah, I guess not. 21 for Jamie, 25 for Dave, 23 for Heath. That's a non-PPR, and of course, he's going to be a little lower in PPR, but still top 28 for everybody in PPR. Okay, we've talked about Melvin Gordon. we talked about Damian Harris. And I asked you earlier about the receivers, So let's go back to that. Give me the, I'd start these guys it, with Cam, without Cam. Talk about Judy and Patrick. What do you think about the receivers?
2: Uh, Edelman, for me, won't change much with Cam. He'll obviously move up a few spots, but you got a good example of two games ago with Cam on the field against the Raiders, what this offense will look like, most likely against an inferior opponent where they're you know a 10-point favorite. He had six targets in that game. So they're just not going to throw very much. I don't think they have to. And you talk about the Cardinals uh, and their schedule, Adam, this is now the second straight East coast trip for the Broncos and they're doing it, um, you know, with a little more rest after playing Thursday night the week before, but they played at the jets and now at the, at the Patriots. So, um, you know, it's, it's not, not easy, that kind of travel in any sense. So I, I think it's a, you know, a, a situation where we're going to see this Patriots run offense test this Broncos run defense, truly, without Jarrell Casey in there. Uh, not like the Jets were able to last week.
0: Right, right. This game is at least a 425 game. What was the other one? Yeah, Arizona Jets is a 1 o'clock game. Uh, um, okay, so, wait. Did we answer the question about the wide receivers? Like-
2: I, 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 For me, I think he said it. It's Edelman and then a, a lot of spaces. I'd probably play Patrick over Harry just because I expect more targets for him. But you know Judy Harry they're all in the same kind of category.
1: And you'd play Patrick over Judy? I would. Heath. I would play Judy over Patrick but they are very very close.
0: Okay. Patriots DST should could be great this week. They're top 6. They were actually dropped in a set in several leagues and I did not I do not not think I was able to pick them up.
2: Tell me what leagues they're available before you go do it. <laughs> so
0: annoying. Uh Jamie. Cam Newton,
2: where are you going to rank him if he plays? Close to twelve. I just don't think he's going to have to do much. Okay. Vegas, like I'll play him over Herbert. I'll play him over Minshew. I'll play him over. I'll probably still play Bridgewater over him. I
1: think he would be twelve for me because Tannehill will fall out of the rankings. Oh, Allen will too. So maybe eleven. I think I'd start. I'd start him over Daniel Jones, but not over Bridgewater or Minshew.
0: If you want to hear more about Melvin Gordon, check the time codes, go to the 62nd rankings disputes. Stat of the game for Las Vegas at Kansas City. Um I don't Oh, Tyreek Hill. There we go. Tyreek Hills on pace for 116 targets. That's not good enough. He had 137 targets in 2018. It's early, but they're spreading the ball around a little bit, so let's uh let's get some more targets for Tyreek Hill. Luckily he's scored
2: in every game. Sit car Josh Jacobs. So, you know the- what car's numbers are? He's played in Arrowhead, I think it's since 2014, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So, how many games is that? Six? Yes. What would you say his combined fantasy points is in those six games?
1: 84. Heath six games i would say because a lot of those have been cold weather games and he has his hands don't handle the cold weather very well um i'm going to say <laughs> 26 26 84 is too he's,
2: high he's closer than you are
1: can i guess again 61.
2: Yeah. now you are closer 51 fantasy points in six games his high oh, yeah. was 12. Well, that can't give you much confidence in Hunter Renfro or Henry Ruggs, right? No.
0: So if we expect the Raiders to get blown out, that was not a good thing for Josh Jacobs most um, a lot last year. But he's a lot more involved in the passing game this season. So do you have any issues with Josh Jacobs this week?
2: No. Um, He is a... Mid should be a mid-range number two running back, and he's already had one lopsided loss. They lost by sixteen to the Patriots,
0: and he had nineteen touches, sixteen carries, and three catches in that game. So that's good. Hopefully, he scores. The you know the Chiefs' run defense just been terrible. Um, I thought you know maybe it's because Mike Pinnell was suspended. He came back. They weren't very good against the Ravens, although the Ravens didn't run the ball that much. Chris Jones was out last game, so it's hard to judge that. If they're both playing, you know, I don't know. But their run defense has struggled. So hopefully Jacobs can take advantage and score more touchdowns. He hasn't done that since week one. Uh, Darren Waller a must-start guy. Patrick Mahomes, yes. Clyde Eberdze there. Yes, yes. So it's really, it's just, it's just Watkins and Hardman. Is, who's, the, who's the second best wide receiver in this game? Is it Watkins
1: or is it a Raider? It's Watkins. Um, in... You know, I'd say I'd say it's Renfro if none of the other Raiders wide receivers come back.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm mean, obviously I was like all in on Renfro last week, and he was not very good, but not terrible. Five catches for fifty seven yards. I believe he led the receivers and targets, but not Waller. That's
1: um what nine point three yards per dollar? <laughs>
0: Okay, Heath is talking about our fab league
1: that we share the team in. Have you, like, do you even check that team or just? Every week I go and set the lineup and then you change it and then I go back and set the lineup and then you, you've you not noticed that you keep having to move different guys into the starting lineup.
0: It's usually Marquez Valdez Scantling, but he's not on our team anymore. So
1: <laughs> thank goodness. Uh,
0: it's so weird. Like, that's a 10 team league that we have and we're two and two. And I look at our roster, it is so bad. And my 14 team podcast league team is four and is 0 and four, and it's so much better than our 10 team. Like, my 14 team roster is better than our 10 team roster, I don't know. Well, really we have get. Devontae Adams hurt and Cortland Sutton and AJ Brown, so that's
1: part of it, too. But yeah. and you drafted Miles Sanders over Patrick Mahomes in a two quarterback
0: league, uh, it's a super flex league, so a little different. Uh, okay, anyway, you regret that now, yeah, kind of, but but we have Russell Wilson, so. Big deal. Anything else in this game? No, nothing in this game. Kansas City DST stardom, and finally Minnesota at Seattle. Is there anyone that we're not starting? That like no, right? It's we had, Smith. The, we had the Jefferson discussion, and Cousins is 16th for Jamie, 14th for Dave, 22nd for Heath. So yeah, Heath Heath just doesn't think the Vikings are going to throw. As much as we'd like them to, but it's a pretty standard game. You start, you start all the Seahawks. I think there's like who's a better flex, Greg Olson or Justin Jefferson?
2: Jefferson, Jefferson by a lot. Well,
0: Greg Olson or Rob
1: Gronkowski?
2: Olson. I might have Gronk
1: higher. What if Evans is out? No, I have Olson higher. But
0: if Evans is out,
1: I don't know that there's enough like. What needs to happen is the opposing defense not play so that Gronk could get open. <laughs> like Mike Evans not playing is not going to help Rob, Rob Gronkowski run faster.
0: That's probably true, unless he's like a very good motivational coach on the sidelines. Uh, I, I'm, I just don't, is there an angle I'm missing in this game? I, anything we haven't covered? I don't want to shortchange it. I guess I can do some more Kirk Cousins stuff.
1: I, I don't really.
0: Okay, this is all for Jamie because Heath has Cousins 22nd. Kirk Cousins or Ryan... Oh, Ryan Sandal's probably not going to play. Kirk Cousins or Daniel Jones? Cousins. Kirk Cousins or Carson
2: Wentz? Cousins.
0: Hey, I'll say Cousins on that one. Okay, Kirk Cousins (laughs) or... Kirk Cousins or Tom Brady with Evans without Evans?
2: Brady with Evans, Cousins without
0: I
1: don't think I'm going to play Dalvin Cook in DFS. Heath? I am also not going to play Dalvin Cook in DFS. The Seahawks
0: allow the fewest fantasy points to running back. Actually,
1: weird. it's tough not to because this is a Sunday oh, night right. game. and It's a showdown right. slate. Oh. So you don't have very many running backs to choose from. <laughs> uh,
0: that's annoying. Okay. Well, bottom line I definitely is... definitely won't
1: play him on the main slate, though. If this were
0: a 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock game, I wouldn't be playing Dalvin Cook in DFS. Yeah. And that
2: is it for today's show. Good stuff, guys. It was great. It was great. Streaming. It was. I'm going to go take a nap and have a dream about uh, player. <laughs> Let us know what happens. All right,
0: everybody. We'll talk to you
2: tomorrow with the recap of It'll Thursday be late night. In Van Der Esch.
0: And the NFC. <laughs> Bye.
2: Not my bad. Mood. Bye.